Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Experiments Web Clinic Audio Replay Podcast. Marketing Experiments is an internet marketing research laboratory. The web clinic you are about to hear was broadcast live to an international audience of marketing professionals. Sign up to be invited to future web clinics, as well as gain access to all of our online marketing research at marketingexperiments.com. All right. Thank you, Luke, very much. Uh, this is a pleasure to be with you today. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Marketing Experiments Web Clinics. We have marketers from all over the world tuning in right now, coming into this web clinic. I can see the numbers as they're coming in. Uh, and we are glad that you decided to join us today to take a break from watching the World Cup and to tune into a web clinic on product pages. What we do here at Marketing Experiments is we strive to discover what really works in online testing. And uh, we test anything from social media to responsive design to images to language of the copy. And today we're going to be looking specifically at product pages. Now, I assume that most of you on the line actually have a product page, uh, whether you're an e-commerce company or a B2B company or even a lead gen company at times, have a a key offer page that they're working with. Uh, and today we're going to be looking at uh, a really interesting test. Uh, we're looking at a product page in which we tested different approaches for dealing with anxiety to really pinpoint what was it that was causing anxiety in the mind of the customer. And I think we're going to discover and learn a lot of things today from this experiment. So uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good day. I do want to say this at the, at the beginning. We want to, my, my goal here is to help you do your job better. And so I want this to be more than just the monologue. I don't just want to be talking to you. Uh, I can do that, but I would prefer and I would desire if you interact back with me. I'm going to be trying to ask you questions, and I would encourage you to ask me questions. Two ways you can do this. Number one, you can use hashtag webclinic. I've got it in front of me right now. You can see, I can see your comments coming in through Twitter. Also, we're going to be sending out links and resources. Anytime I mention a report or a study or a case study or even a, a resource of any kind, uh, you can find that provided through hashtag webclinic. The other way that you can respond to us, and you might just go ahead and test it out right now, would be through the GoToWebinar feature provided, a. Uh, uh, provided right there, it should be on the right hand of your screen. It's just you can even test it out, see if see if uh, you can use it and get it ready because I'm going to be asking you some questions and and I want you to be able to respond as quick as possible. So again, I want to make this a dialogue. Uh, I am privileged to be joined by both Taylor Kennedy and Ben Hupperts today. Uh, my name is Austin McCraw. I don't think I mentioned that yet, but you can see me there on the screen. Uh, but more importantly, I have Taylor and Ben with me in the studio today. It's real exciting. Uh, these guys are the cream of the crop when it comes to dealing with product pages, optimizing product pages. They day in and day out are improving pages, optimizing pages, testing pages. And so what we're going to try to do is we're going to, I'm going to walk through this experiment with you, and then as quickly as possible, we're going to be looking at your very product pages. So without further ado, I have a kind of rhetorical or hypothetical question to ask you, and it is this. What do these pages have in common? Now, I know that the pages are kind of small, so you may not be able to see. So I'm just going to tell you, and this is kind of the setup for today's uh, presentation. These pages all have one thing in common, and it is this. All these pages produce anxiety. 
Now, we have an entire conversion heuristic, which if, you know, if you've taken our course, you're familiar with it. Uh, you may even be familiar with anxiety. But one of the key things about product pages is that they produce anxiety because it's that key moment when the customer is making the decision of whether they're going to add something to the cart or not. So a lot of the concerns, a lot of the anxiety happens right there. And so those three pages, one of the common factors, apart from being product pages, is that they produce anxiety. And there are a couple reasons why you as marketers should be uh, interested and concerned about anxiety. Here they are. Here's the first one. Because oftentimes when we correct anxiety in our test, and, I, and when I say experiments, and for those of you who aren't familiar, we are running hundreds of experiments here at Mac Labs. Each, each year we're running hundreds of experiments, lots of experiments on pages just like this, just a, a couple pages. And one of, the, it, one of the key things that we've discovered that you should know is that anxiety, oftentimes when we correct it, particularly if you look at these next pages, I'm going to kind of break them out a little bit later. But at the end of the day, we took these pages, corrected anxiety, and we saw a dramatic increase in response. So one of the reasons why you should be interested in anxiety is because it oftentimes produces significant results. And secondly, these results often are generated not by some massive change in the page, but often by something simple, something small. We, uh, this is really interesting. We recently did a survey with, uh, with Magento. And by the way, Magento is underwriting all, uh, all this research that we're presenting to you today. And one of the things that uh, is real exciting to kind of get to share with you uh, is that we, we did a study with uh, uh, Magento to produce an entire uh, benchmark book around e-commerce, asking some of the top questions that e-commerce marketers have about approaches, uh, going into e-commerce, dealing with product pages. And, and one of the questions, and this, this, this report has lots and lots of charts, but one of the interesting ones that we saw when we were putting together this uh, web clinic was this chart right here. We asked uh, companies which were the elements that they utilized on their web pages. Now, if you're wondering over there on the right-hand side, the way this is organized is this is actually organized by success score. So you can, you can actually, uh, I'll go back to the tab there, you can marketingsherpa.com slash e-commerce. Marketing Sherpa is our sister company. Uh, and uh, let me say this, uh, um, one of the things we did with this study was that we organized the respondent by success score. So for instance, the, the companies that were uh, more successful than others, and you can go in there, you can read in that report, it's totally free. You can read there kind of how we calculated success score. You can see here, we actually ranked companies by success score, and you can see which elements, which aspects of the pages the most successful companies are actually leveraging. And it's just interesting to see those trends. But when I go one step further, when we were looking at this particular topic of dealing with anxiety on product pages, we noticed that a lot of these strategies are specifically dealing with anxiety, and they're not that difficult. Looking at like adding reviews or testimonials or putting something about shipping time or the return of exchange. A lot of these uh, basically you know, uh, security indicators, things like this are small things that some of the most successful organizations are utilizing to improve the performance of their pages. And these are some of the very things in the pages that I showed you earlier that we actually 
addressed. You can see in that first page, we brought in testimonials from the customer. We brought in a chat feature uh, so that you could actually interact and ask questions sure. with someone to deal with anxiety. On that second example in the middle, I mean, there are credibility indicators all over this page. We even have a comparison chart there that we added that compares... Uh, Telephone systems, normal traditional telephone systems with VoIP systems, dealing with the concerns about like quality and reliability, etc. We have uh, kind of uh, third-party credibility indicators there underneath talking about the security of the actual page itself. And the final example up there in the top, 100% guaranteed uptime, testimonials to the right-hand side. A lot of things. And, and just to remind you, each of these small changes, not... I mean, some of them are bigger than others, but if you would look over, especially on the left side and the right side, those changes are small and they are simple and they produce results. And so, as we, so, we, so at Mac Labs, at Marketing Experiments, we know that anxiety produces results, but this kind of leads us to a question. Which of these changes will have the most impact on our landing pages? And going back to the survey, you can see the different changes. But in a recent experiment, we actually tested four of these key elements and their specific impact on the customer, and specifically for a customer that's dealing with a product page. So that was a long setup for what I want to show you next, which is a really interesting experiment that tests uh, those, those are the four right there, those four specific things related to anxiety. Now, you want to pay attention right now. And again, uh, feel free to be sending in your questions. I've got someone here kind of queuing them up for me so we can, we can do a little Q&A if we need to at the end because uh, I see some good, thoughtful questions coming in. But I want you to pay attention right now to an experiment I'm going to show you because I'm going to get you to vote. Okay? Here's the experiment. We were working with a large e-book retailer. So a, a retailer that basically is only selling e-books. All right? If we told you the name, you would know who they they were, and I don't, I don't think we tell you who their name is. It's anonymized. Yep, okay, just making sure. Um, the goal of this test was to increase the overall ebook sales, and we were looking specifically at a product page. And so let me show you this product page. Here it is. This is what a lot of the product, this is actually what, this is the template of the page. And the first concern that we dealt with, and again, you can see it in one of the ways that the, some of the most successful organizations deal with concerns. One of the concerns we dealt with was, is this checkout process secure? And you can see, we simply put something as small as a, a little lock seal in a secure transaction. So look at that. Now, some of you may be ruling that out thinking, that's too small, no one's going to see that. But let me tell you, I, I've seen test after test where something simple like that, even like a little lock, can produce a significant result. So we were wanting to test, is that actually a concern? Here's another one. The specifications about the product itself. In particular, with ebooks, one of the questions that, about the specifics about the product is is it going to be compatible with my device? And so, in one of the treatments, treatment B, version B, we looked at uh, adding some copy, adding some visuals to help illustrate the point that you know what, this is going to be compatible on all your devices. So, the first version we were looking at security, this, secu this version we're looking at speci uh, specifics around device compatibility. And the third version, which actually more people end up using, more of the successful organizations end up using, was around the description. Now, let me say this. The description was actually already on this page. But what we did is we brought it up. We brought more emphasis to it. We put it right there at that moment when the customer is about to buy. It's kind of hidden below. 
below the full. And so look, we add a synopsis, and the question that we're dealing with here, is this book a book that I actually want to read? That's actually an anxiety around, uh, that's an anxiety around your product. I've purchased books from here before that weren't that valuable. And so version C addresses that with a product description. And the final version right here, take a look at it. And I hope you guys are getting ready to vote because I'm I'm about to put it on you. We talked about the speed, the shipping time. Now, shipping time, I think, what, what, how is there shipping with, with e-books? Well, in some sense, there is shipping e-books. The, the idea here is that how soon are you going to get this to me? So we added specific copy right there. We even boxed it in a kind of a graphical colored element that said you're going to receive an email confirmation for this e-book immediately. You'll be able to start reading it right away. So that was another concern that we were addressing. So all, all this test is asking about is which of these concerns, which of these elements, these kind of correctives to the concern is going to have the most impact. Does that make sense? Take a look at these pages. And just to remind you, take a look at these pages, see if, uh, which of these do you think will generate the most response. Which of these, which of these concerns do you think customers have actually <coughs> Excuse me. Which of these concerns do the customer have when buying an ebook? And I sh- I'm sure that many of you on this line have purchased ebooks. And so, kind of put yourself in the customer's shoes, put yourself in the customer's mind, and 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 think which of these would uh, deal with my anxieties in the process of dealing with an ebook. And Paul, I can barely see the feedback there. It's kind of getting cut off to the left. So can you slide that over? I see responses coming in. Version A deals with site security. Version B deals with product specifications. Version C deals with description, and version D deals with shipping. Okay, I see, I see a lot of B. Yep, see B, B, B. I see A, I see B. I see a lot of Bs. I see a couple Cs. B, B, A, A. So it seems like the majority of the audience is dealing with B. I see B and D are kind of the split. Let me show you the results. Would you like to see the results? Let me show them to you. Here they are. Surprisingly, and honestly, I would say the majority of you did not vote for this, believe it or not, but it was actually version C when we actually dealt with the description of the, when we brought the description of the product actually up in close proximity to the call to action, that's when we generated the most response. So a key concern in the mind of the customer for this page was around the actual product itself. And so I want to step back for a moment. I don't have a whole lot of time, and I want to get to your pages. I just want to pull out some key principles, just three. Again, I, we, have a, we have a whole course on optimizing product pages and web pages. We have a whole session on anxiety. But I am going to pull out just a few principles that this one test, and I can show you other tests, but this one test uh, illustrates about how to deal with anxiety. And hopefully you can get something that you can go back and even make a small change to your page and see a significant result like we just saw. Here's the first principle that I want you to get. Here's the first principle that you need to get. First, you need to notice that every, looking back at the result, we got excited about version D, version D1, but here's the point. All of them generated a response. All of them improved conversion. Every time we addressed anxiety on the page, we actually improved conversion. So here's the point. Anxiety is a factor on product pages. Again, we always want to be testing our assumptions. And this test just underscores, it just uh, kind of, uh, it, it, it supports this idea that anxiety is a factor. And any time you can address anxiety, you will generate responses. I mean, we did all these things separate, but matter, uh, 
imagine what we did if we corrected all these points of anxiety at the same time. Now listen, anxiety, this is something you need to know, something we teach in our course. Anxiety isn't always rational. There are things on your product pages that are causing your customer anxiety that they really shouldn't. Really should, honestly. Even, and you can even at some times try to explain to them or, 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 or kind of uh, correct for that anxiety, but if you do it in just a kind of a rational way, oftentimes it won't correct the anxiety. Most of us on this line, I mean, uh, let me know or not, most of us have someone in our lives, it, it could even be ourselves, that have some issues with anxiety. And you can even have a friend who has issues with anxiety, and you can do everything in your mental power to try to explain to them why they don't have to be afraid of snakes. I am personally afraid of snakes, and I know that in the room right now, the guys probably think, uh, kind of laughing at me, the, the studio team's laughing at me, uh, but I'm personally afraid of snakes. And here's the thing, I have, a, I have a four-year-old son who's not. Here I am, a grown man, I have a fear of snakes, and my four-year-old son is, is not. And he can even explain to me why you don't have to be afraid of snakes, Dad, but there's something psychological, uh, some, something conditioned in my person that ha- it is not rational. I mean, what, I mean there's snakes. It's not rational, and that, uh, that's the kind of anxiety that you're potentially dealing with people who are buying on the Internet. There are still people who are afraid to buy on the Internet, who have amazing skepticisms about what you're going to do with their information. And it's not always rational. You have to overcorrect for it. Now, you may be laughing at me, but I know on the other line, you guys have irrational fears too. The reason why I know it is because I ride and fly on airplanes. All right? And I ride on airplanes, and every time an air, I, I watch for it, every time you guys can start watching for it, every time an airplane takes off, everybody gets quiet, everybody gets nervous, everybody kind of, even some people start clenching the seats beside them, kind of for takeoff, because there's this moment of fear where you lose control. And I could literally, I could logically tell you, hey, listen, it's so much safer to fly an airplane than it is to drive a car, but we don't have that irrational response with driving cars, but we do with an Airplanes. Why is that? Because anxiety isn't always rational. It is oftentimes irrational. And on your page, anytime, the point is this, anytime you can address anxiety, it can have a significant increase in response. Here's the second point. The second point you need to understand, and this is actually going to help you address anxiety. The thing we saw in this is that, yes, they all improve response, but not all of them improve response to the same degree. Not all of them improve conversion to the same degree. And why is that? Here's why. Specificity. The effectiveness of each corrective directly related to how it matched the specific concern in the mind of the customer. Why did the description outperform the site security? Why? Because there was a specific concern in the mind of the customer around the product itself. It was actually the customer was more concerned about making sure they were getting a book that they wanted, a book that would work on their uh, kind of... uh, (coughs) <coughs> would be kind of a useful book in the ebook format, that, that actually, uh, by correcting that, that generated more response than just a, a dealing with, for instance, you're going to get this right away. And so here's the point you need to understand. Here's, what, here's kind of the practical application of this point. You need to be asking yourself, what specific concerns do customers have on your actual pages? What are the concerns? For instance, uh, maybe there's a concern around quality. Let me ask you this for a moment. Let me just say, say and for anyone on the call who has a uh, potential product that would, uh, the customer would have an issue with quality. Maybe your product category has a reputation of poor quality. 
how could someone in that category improve quality? How could you provide a specific correction to quality? Think about it for a moment. What could you do? What kind of things could you put on the page that dealt with... See, we're not just dealing with anxiety in kind of the general stance. We're dealing with anxiety, specific kinds of anxiety. So, quality. Uh, Karen says testimonials. That's exactly right. A guarantee or a warranty, David says. Referrals. That's exactly it. So, I think the example here we have is a satisfaction guarantee. You can see that on the slide right now. Let me give you another one. And try to respond quick. I want you to think here for a moment. Okay, the next one is reliability. All right? So, reliability. How, what could you use specifically to deal with reliability? Bo says number of purchases. Jeff says certification. Lauren says trust bar. Cynthia again says testimonials. Now, there's not one answer. Now, what I'm not saying is that the only way you can uh, increase or improve quality or, or deal with concerns around quality is with a satisfaction guarantee. What I'm saying is that we need to be thinking specific ways to improve it. So here's another one. A testimonial. Exactly. Often, you, can always, you can always resort to testimonials with all of these. What about security? What could you put? That's right. You could put third-party seals. Okay? We saw that in the example before. And finally, something, maybe they have concerns about price. What could we put in there about price? And here's just another example. We could do something simple like a low price guarantee. Again, you could use testimonials for all these. In fact, let me show you the next slide. Oftentimes, we waste our testimonials because we just put testimonials on the page wherever, willy-nilly. We have a testimonial, let's just put it on the page. The way you should think about testimonials is to actually identify what is the specific source of concern, identify the testimonials that are dealing with that specific source of concern, and use those testimonials. You want to use the testimonials that actually pinpoint the specific... So you might have it... You might, uh, in the checkout process, you would deal with a, uh, a, a testimony that's, that's dealing with concerns about checking out. How long is it going to take? Is it trustworthy? How soon did I get my product? There could be testimonials around that. Uh, when you're on the product page itself and they have more concern about the actual nature of the product, like we saw in the test earlier, you can have testimonials about the actual quality of the product, like the second example there on the screen. Here's the point. Here's the point you, I'm trying to make. Don't just correct anxiety. Correct specific concerns. And you need to put yourself in the eyes of the customer, in the mindset of the customer. And I would even go, you could even talk to them, ask them, what was it that concerned you here at this point? And that's, you know, by putting yourself in the mind of the customer, you will effectively be able to deal with yourself because not all anxiety correctives are the same. And the degree which their effectiveness is, is completely tied to how connected they are to the concern in the mind of the customer. And that leads me to my third point and final point, Location plays an important role in correcting anxiety. This was really interesting in this test. In the control version, which you see there in the middle, we had both the description of the product and the uh, devices of compatibility. But they were below the fold, and oftentimes they were getting missed. And so by simply moving them up in the process, we were able to generate a significant response. And this is, uh, this is part of the test that we haven't shown you yet. But in the original page, when we didn't address any anxiety except below the fold, we had a description of the 
product and we had the device compatibility both under the fold, but when we moved them close in proximity to where the uh, kind of decision was happening, where the call to action was, that increased the response. So that's a nuance. Now, this is a simple thing. Some of you already have uh, third-party seals on your pages. And we'll look at some pages in a moment. I'm sure we'll see this. But sometimes it's just as simple as moving that closer to the moment of concern. All right? Anxiety is localized in the buy process. Oftentimes, it's directly connected to the geography of the page. And so you, you want to find those moments where the customer is having concerns, the right, not just a specific concern, but in the right place, and get it there. And that's, th- those are two ways to effectively address anxiety on product pages. Anyone on this call can go back and correct anxiety with those two things. But here is a summary, and I've already said this. I'm not going to repeat it. Uh, you will get all these slides. You can go back and you can review. You can look closer at the examples. Point is this. Anxiety is lethal, and there are two ways uh, from this experiment that you can actually address anxiety. We talked about a third in our course uh, that we just don't have time to go into today, uh, specificity, proximity, and intensity. There's actually a way to go about talking about these correctives that actually can intensify uh, the the positive response to anxiety. So if you want more of that, they will be sending that link via Twitter, hashtag WebClinic. You can look. If you want more training on anxiety, you can get it there. Uh, you can, I, don't, I don't have a slide in this deck for that, but I believe they will be sending a link via Twitter uh, now that I've referenced it. So uh, you can look at it for it there. I am done with the content. Uh, you guys have been awesome. Great questions I see coming in. Uh, what I'd like to do is I'd like to shift quickly over to live optimization. Let me remind you, though, I'll just say it one more time because I'm just thankful for Magento, uh, Magento and their support of this content, the research. I mean, even the chart we looked at earlier, that was all underwritten by Magento. So uh, thank you, Magento. Appreciate it. And this session, we're looking at actually your pages. Uh, if you like that, if you find that exciting, you can thank Magento. So live optimization, let me go ahead and get Ben and Taylor up. Come on, guys. They have been standing by patiently as I have worked through that content. And now they are ready to attack your pages aggressively. I think we need to come scoot in just a little bit more. Uh, and just so you know, I know that you guys can only see our slide, but we are in a studio, green screen wall. I've got, I've got probably 10 people surrounding me right now. They're on a green wall or green screen wall. Um, it's really interesting, uh, a little bit complicated, a little distracting. Uh, but these guys have just stepped up to the to the camera, and we're going to begin looking at pages right now. Now, listen, I know you guys, immediately when you look at this page that I have on the screen, submitted by Matt, and that you guys can instantly see some things that you would change, but I want to give the audience a moment to apply what we just talked about. So, audience, this is where we're going to get interactive. I need you to be kind of hot on those keys and typing in some responses, okay? So, let me ask you this. Before you start telling me how you would improve this page, because there's a lot of things you could do, let's talk about anxiety. Looking at this page, and this is really the process that you should take when looking at anxiety on your product pages. Ask yourself, what concerns are in the mind of the customer? Put yourself in the shoes of the customer, in the eyes of the customer, and ask yourself, put the questions. What concerns do you have? Okay, I see something around price. Okay, maybe there's some concerns around price. Maybe there's some concerns around product quality. Uh, Maybe there's some concerns around shipping and security. Okay, good. I see a lot of you saying the same, availability, <coughs> availability, that's interesting, I didn't think about that one. And so, uh, how would you now, let me shift you, take that concern that you just identified, 
and tell me how would you correct it? How would you correct it on this page specifically? And go ahead and zoom back out there, guys. That's cool. All right, keep it there. I see. All right, so what would you do? I see someone saying that the description is hard to read. I would add a bit about shipping. So I would say something about shipping. I would add testimonials and a satisfaction guarantee. You guys keep giving responses because you guys are making it more difficult on both Taylor and Ben because they're going to have to say something that you haven't said yet. So include security and an add to cart. All right, good. I'm going to stop there. You guys are getting it. I see that you're able to apply, again, specifically uh, dealing with certain concerns. But guys, looking at this page, I'll start you on anxiety, but then we can talk about other things as well, value prop, friction, the whole drill. Uh, but what do you see immediately on this page when you look at it? You want honors or you want me to take it? Go ahead. Okay, great. So actually, I want to give props to the audience already because we're already seeing so many good things. Um, so with regards to anxiety, with this particular product, we have to keep in mind that it is something that probably is fragile, and I definitely saw it in the comments. Shipping, um, is there a guarantee if it breaks? Can we address that directly on the page? Um, I think that's a good place to start, especially if you're thinking about anxiety in the process. That's good. Yeah, and, and I think the only thing that I would have to add here is, um, you know, there's a lot of things we could do here with some third-party credibility indicators. We just talked about them, right? Um, is this a legitimate site? You know, just adding some seals can really help. And again, when we think about adding third-party credibility indicators here, we always put a, want, to, want to put them close to the, to the source of the anxiety, so close to the call to action when I'm adding to cart, right? It's a sec secure payment, things like that. And uh, again, I think the audience kind of, hit the nail on the head here. Um, the description is, is a big part. We just saw a test yep. where it had a huge impact. Um, I think there there's some room to play around and if I were to test this page, you know, maybe um, actually just moving the description above the call to action, oh, that's good. Um, highlighting some yep. of the things that, that customers get excited about when they want to buy this. So you said move the description above the call to action. Now, ex now that's interesting, but why would you do that? Um, if you think about the thought process of the customer coming in, right? Um, I don't know if they're familiar with this with this product or not, mm -hmm. but what you know, I see that there's a limited edition. Um, but when you guide the the visitor down the page, we want to give them the value before we ask for the action. Um, so again, we we talk about it all the time the value versus the cost pokem. Um, just kind of giving them all that value before they make the decision. Good, good. One, one thing I would just say about this, it seems to me like this kind of product, as well, to your point, Taylor, mm -hmm. about it being like maybe there's concerns around is it going to break when it's shipped? Mm -hmm. That's an interesting point. And we could talk about, you know, all the other things that are standard for product pages, but that's mm -hmm. a unique concern about this specific product. One of the things that might be valuable here is um, showing, uh, it seems like it may be leaning on the visuals a little bit. Like this is the kind of product that a visual could be really powerful for mm -hmm. this product. So you've got one, and I see that you can click this as larger image, but you might, and I think one of the audience members said this, you might, uh, Matt, you might provide other angles of this visual. You might even, I mean, how big is this visual actually mm -hmm. in some sense? I mean, is this like, I mean, puts, what is the scale of this inside, in relation to something else? That may be a concern as well. Is there anything else, that, apart from anxiety, is there anything that you would do to this page? Any, any low-hanging fruit that, you know, that Matt could take back and, and just make a small change and see a big result? I mean, I got a thought or two about the page in specific. And when you're talking about the anxiety and the heuristic um, in general, you can always blend elements together. So think about value as it correlates to anxiety. Yep. So with that being said, as Ben mentioned already, thought sequence here, what can be included in the description that might enhance the appeal of the actual offer? So what's noted in, it, it might be a little small for everyone to read, but I took a look at the page and 
you know, tries to relate back, you know, the figurine to the person's life, which I think is a great step and a good step in the right direction. But, you know, maybe it's even um, giving it a cus- even more of a customer uh, intense focus and bringing on, you know, what this means to a particular couple, a testimonial, something like that, and blending that all together to really make it impactful. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I think just one more thing. We have a lot of white space on the bottom. We might be able to utilize some of that. Um, these seem to be kind of collector's items. So mm-hmm. I'm sure there, if, if there's a collection, there's mm-hmm. more of them. So uh, we could a- add some other products underneath and say, Great you know, idea. people that have bought this product also bought this. Or, you know, go, go even as far as offering a discount if you buy more than one. So Good. Um, just some Good. things to increase the sales. And if there's any exclusivity around this, maybe these are people, um, I know I've seen like clubs, like mm-hmm. figurines and plates and things like that where you there's only a limited number. So if there's any exclusivity that can be applied here, maybe that's something you could do too. Maybe that's a limited number in a particular set, which would be amazing. That'd be great. Or like Ben said, buy the whole set. Okay. Buy the whole set. Uh, that's, that's, that's good stuff, really good stuff. So I want to do one more page. Okay. And uh, so sure. go ahead and take us, Tara, uh, go ahead and take us to another page and pull it up right now. And um, this is submitted by Regan, and uh, he's particularly dealing with a commercial fleet managers. Interesting audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, do we have the product page coming? Oh, there it is on the screen right there. Good. Uh, so audience quickly. All right. I want you, uh, thanks Matt, I see Matt said that was very helpful, so thank you guys. Um, Honest, I want to test you here. What are the concerns that you would address on this page specifically? Don't tell me what to fix. Go first to what are the concerns in the mind of the customer. I'm asking you that. (laughs) First response from Dave is that there's a lot of green. (laughs) I think that was one of y'all's first responses. (laughs) Is this the right product for me is a question. Is it compatible? Will it work? What is this product? Too techie, description, credibility. So I see a lot of uh, questions because there's confusion around the actual product mm-hmm. itself. So, uh, guys, uh, we are short on time, so I just want to kind of quickly shift to you guys. What do you see? How would you address anxiety on this page? Let's go first this time. All right. Um, again, we've talked about the, uh, the, 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 the description of the product, right? Um, again, I think there's a lot of room to test here. Um, I think we have some confusion in the audience and me, myself, I think I'm not 100% clear on what exactly is this product. Um, so really having a real clear description. Um, again, when we use a lot of text and treatments, we, tr- we like to test bullet points and bolding, uh, things that kind of that make things stand out and, and make it really easy to read to take the friction out of that long paragraph. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this looks to be an annual subscription. so. Uh, really highlighting that um, and making sure that this is something that they will have to renew once a year. Um, and when we talk about anxiety, I think some of the questions that these customers may have are, um, do I have the right equipment to run this program? Uh, is there training required? Yes. Right? All, this, all those things that don't come with the box, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, would, I would suggest testing some of those things. Great. Yeah, and I think um, on this page, too, I read a little bit about the business is that you know, it, I think it was a B2B solution more than a B2C solution. So it's great that they're given the ability to offer this and sell it online. But at the same point in time, when it's a B2B product, if it's a little more complex, you want to really dig into your customer mindset. Who Who's buying this product? Um, is it like a C-suite level? Like who is interested in purchasing this? Is it managers out in the field? And if you know that information, take their concerns and address them on the page, um, really to reduce anxiety at that core level. And I think with that in mind, uh, I just see that add to wish list uh, call to action there. I, mm-hmm. I think that's uh, 
uh, something that, you know, take a look at the analytics. Um, oftentimes what we see if there's competing call to actions yep. is we can remove one of those. Uh, we typically see an increase in the uh, primary call to action that we really want to highlight. So if nobody's clicking on it, um, you know, testing, removing that, that call to action could have an impact as well. Yeah, and, and so uh, one one thought here is uh, one way that maybe isn't typically thought of a way to reduce anxiety, but a free trial mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. A, especially for a like a subscription product mm-hmm. uh, is a really effective way to give the ability to kind of test this. I mean, look at the headline of this page: J Pro Command Module Dash Mac Involved. Like, there's no meaning. Like, I have no idea what that means because I have no idea about that product. You're expecting everyone coming to this page to know about your product. Specifically, so you're going to get the most motivated people, but those people who aren't motivated or who are doing some shopping around or kind of searching, you'll, you'll probably lose those. And a free trial or something like that, to where you can bring some clarity of to what the value of this right now is just a, a picture of a, a CD. And so, I mean, what, what real, what's beyond that CD? Like, what, what am I? What's going to be in that? So, like, even screenshots and images of. Is this software? Like, what is it? What is it going to look like when I mm-hmm. when I download it or get exactly. it? You know, that kind of thing. Uh, and to that point, actually, uh, one thing that I know we've tested in the past is showing actual screenshots of what the product looks like when I'm using it. Right. Mm-hmm. So if this is a software package, what does the software look like when I'm actually using it? Um, it, it adds value. Um, it reduces some of the anxiety of of what I'm dealing with uh, once it's installed, um, and it kind of it creates some excitement too because right if I if I w- if I'm looking for a program like this that might be what I want to see as a customer. Excellent. Excellent. Well, guys, thank you so much. Really valuable commentary. Thank and you. I see Matt actually raving about the commentary there in the comments. So thank you, guys. And uh, audience, I have one more thing. I have one more thing for you guys. can stay up here if you want. Get out of here. All right. <laughs> I have one more thing for you, okay? Uh, audience, and this is the last thing I'm going to leave you with. I'm going to give you the opportunity to vote on a few emails, okay? We were working with a large audio techno- technology and engineering company, and they had an email that they were trying to improve the click-through rate on. Here's version A. Look at this email. Now, we've had to anonymize this heavily. But look at this email, and actually, uh, here's the first version. Here's the first version. I'm going to show you the second version. Here's the second version. So just remind you, version A, version B, I'm not going to say much. I don't want to sway any of the votes. And then version C, okay? Version A, version B, and version C. I'll show them side by side. This is an email. Look at this email and ask yourself, which of these will, will you click? I see a B, B, A, C, <laughs> Someone says none. Could be the case. I see a good mix of B's and A's and C's. I see a good split. A good split. Well, audience, uh, I'm privileged to get to reveal that actually the results of this test are going to be revealed in our next 35-minute live web clinic. We're going to be talking about email copy specifically. So if you run email campaigns or you know someone that does run email campaigns or you're just interested to see which of those treatments one and why. Join us live. You can go to marketingexperience.com slash email copy. I would encourage you to register today so that you can get it in your calendar and you won't forget about it. Thank you for joining us today. It is a privilege to have you on the line. I hope you found the call valuable. We actually uh, are, just like with web pages, we are constantly trying to optimize even these webinars. So 
Uh, let us know what you liked about the webinar today. Let us know what would make it even more valuable to you. There will be a survey at the end of, of this webinar that should pop up for you. Uh, just, if you have the time, fill it out. Give us some thoughts. Help us optimize these for you. And if you like today, uh, the only thing we ask, it's free of charge, the only thing we ask is that you share this with a colleague. We're trying to build here is a community of marketers who don't just want best practices, who don't just want to be told what to do, but who want to actually discover what really works in online marketing. Thank you, and we'll see you back here in a few weeks. Thank you for listening to this recording of a Marketing Experiments Live Web Clinic. You can sign up to receive invites to future live web clinics, as well as receive access to $10 million worth of Internet marketing research at marketingexperiments.com.